0: Hello, this is Jose Parapule, Solution Priest and Clinical Psychologist at Sumedha Center for psycho spiritual Well-Being at Jolly Court, Uttarakhand, with another edition of Psyche and Soul. In this weekend's edition, I shall focus on an important midlife dynamic, namely de-illusioning. It is quite likely that assessment of life, particularly of our dreams, can lead to de-illusioning, a shattering of our unrealistic and idealistic notion of life, our illusions. As we come to midlife, we recognise that long-held assumptions about self, others, and the world are not really true. We recognize that many things that were taught to us as truth were actually lies. At midlife, we recognize that life does not move the way we would want it to, that there are things over which we do not have control, that people are not who we thought they would be, that we ourselves are not who we had thought we are. We realize that we are not able to do what we want to, change what we would like to change, we recognize our limitations. As psychologist C.S. Pearson observes, quote, we are called to give up the illusion that we can force life to fit our scripts, that we can shape other people's to match our expectations or that we can make ourselves fit our own image of who we want to be." In the first half of life, we are driven to pursue idealized dreams, the impossibly high goals and standards we set for ourselves, often as compensation for the powerlessness we experience in childhood. We are lured by an immature mind to believe in fantasies of limitlessness, that we can achieve anything if only we try hard enough. This is a lie that is told to us often and by many people around us. By midlife, we may have tried very hard indeed and we only experience failure maybe again and again. We realize that there is ugliness in the world. Our misconceptions about goodness of creation and goodness of people lead to rude shocks. We realize that evil can triumph over goodness no matter whatever our belief in a benign God and God's control over everything. As Annie Dillard, famous for her account of the lessons of life, learned when she spent time in seclusion in a wood by the side of a stream, wrote, quote, that something is everywhere and always amiss is part of the very stuff of creation." Unquote. Creation is indeed beautiful. However, there are many ugly things in it we wish there. there. Unpleasant and tragic things happen. Often we can only be mute spectators, unable to do anything to make a difference. The relentless march of the coronavirus, throwing our lives and our plans haywire, is a telling example of this. The keen observation of the lifelong explorer of the mythical landscape, Joseph Campbell, that we can spend decades climbing the ladder only to realize later that the ladder was placed on the wrong wall expresses another aspect of de-illusioning. That is, we can with passion and doggedness pursue a goal which we eventually realize is unreachable or not worth pursuing. The wrong wall can be the dreams of our parents and uncritically accepted social expectations or a personal ambition or dream which at one time appeared glorious but now appears meaningless, not worth pursuing. The inevitable disappointments, failures and betrayals of hope and shattered dreams eventually chip away the larger than self-image larger-than-life self-image built on the ambitions of youth and fantasies of unlimited success. By midlife, we are forced to come down to earth from the clouds, adopt a more realistic view of self with all its fragility and limitations and of the world with its brokenness and ugliness. We are forced to modify beliefs in the inherent goodness of humanity to a recognition and acceptance of the fact that goodness is often accompanied and even overcome by hate and destructive forces. Our trusted self-definitions and long-held assumptions about life collapse in the face of harsh realities of life we are forced by our experience to de-illusion. As psychologist James Hollis observes, quote, the person in the second half of life is obliged to come to a more sober wisdom based on a humble sense of personal limitations and the inscrutability of the world, unquote. An instructive example of deillusioning is found in the Oscar award winning song, I Dreamed a Dream, from the musical Les Miserables. In the story, there is a young woman, Fantine, who dreamed of a glorious life together with a young man with whom she had fallen in love. But things turned out very differently as she laments at her deathbed in her song. I dreamed a dream in days gone by when hopes were high and life worth living. I dreamed that love would never die. He slept one summer by my side. He filled my days with endless wonder. But when autumn came, he was gone. The fruit of that summer of love and togetherness was a baby girl, Cosette, whom she had now to bring up as a single mother. Fantine takes up a job in a garment factory to earn her living. However, the foreman there, was more interested in her body than in her work. When Fantine refused to oblige his lascivious desires, she was thrown out. She was literally on the street, working as a prostitute to feed herself and her little girl. Her miserable life ultimately took her young life. She fell sick On her deathbed, she sang, quote, There are dreams that cannot be, and there are storms we cannot weather. I dreamed that my life would be so different from the hell I am living, so different from what it seems. Now life has killed the dream, I dreamed life can turn out very different from what we thought it would be recognition and acknowledgement of this reality is de-illusioning de-illusioning can come in many guises each of us can recall our own version. The consequences of deillusioning, on one hand can be very negative. It can lead to resentment, anger, bitterness and a loss of passion and enthusiasm. However, it can be also very liberating. We can be liberated from the tyranny of lofty ambitions and unrealistic expectations. Recognition that we do not control the world, that frailty and flaws are part of the human condition, can make us more accepting and tolerant of these in ourselves and others, and become less self-righteous and more compassionate and forgiving towards self and others. This is one of the more positive growth experiences of midlife. Reflection Has de illusioning been part of your midlife experience? If yes, in what way? What are some of your illusions that have been shattered? How did they shatter? What has been the consequence for you of such shattering? Disappointment or liberation? Are there still illusions you are holding on to? Which, what do you need to do about this? A telling example of deillusioning is found in sacred scripture. One of the saddest phrases in all of scripture for me is found in the story of the disillusioned disciples on the road to Emmaus. We had hoped. We had hoped. The two men tell the stranger who had joined their conversation, as we read in Luke 24, 21. They had hoped that the Galilean would be the one to set Israel free from the tyranny of Rome. But their hopes were shattered on that depressing Friday afternoon, and they saw him die on the cross. The story had ended, their hope shattered. We had hoped, but this could very well be our own experience. We had hoped, whatever, but what actually happened. We could read and stay with this passage for a while. Luke chapter 24, verses 13 following. And talk to Jesus who accompanies us on our own lonely journeys and listens to and talks to us as he did with the disillusioned disciples we might gain some surprising insights when we do this. May your weekend be happy and safe, be blessed and thank you for listening.